My name is Reese Dutton, and you're listening to Line for Line Podcast. Hey, Line for Line, ain't no comp in this rap neither. Line for line, they keep doing numbers. I gave them the game, trust we live for the summer. Got doctors and artists and athletic speakers. Come learn from my come up, I'm better than people. I'm in love with the grind, I'm in love with the culture. Do this for the fam, do this for Kenosha. You know I got your Kenosha. If you got the vision, then come a little closer. Let's get it together. Line for line with the soldiers. I'm in love with the grind, I'm in love with the culture. Do this for the fam. All right, just like that, we are back on Kenosha's most watched, most listened podcast. Very special guest in the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the world, sir. Uh, my name is Reese Dutton. I am born and raised in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, I'm a COVID sophomore at my Heartland Community College that I'm at right now, and just a pleasure to be here and having having me on this. I'm, I'm excited. Yes, sir. So as we get ready to start, just tell us a little bit about growing up in Kenosha and what that was like for you, sir. You know, think, thinking about this last night, like, I had it good, really good. And I'm very fortunate enough to have two wonderful parents that brought me up in a household where there really was no no BS, nothing. Mm-hmm. It was get your homework done, do school, do sports, this and that. And I'm very fortunate. that I grew up in a very nice neighborhood, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of older people, so... They minded their own business. We minded ours, you know. <laughs> Obviously, we would create some trouble. Me and my, I have two younger brothers, so we nice. would create some trouble. But other than that, man, looking back on my childhood, very grateful. Yes, yeah, sir. Yep. What are some sports that you played growing up? Was it only baseball? I'm pretty sure it was more. Yep, so it was more. Um, my dad, he wrestled, so he brought me up wrestling and my two younger brothers. So that was that was very, uh, very cool. Uh, wrestling, baseball. Play a little football until I got hurt, unfortunately. What? But yeah. Um, what position did you play? Quarterback. No way. I love, I love quarterback. Yes. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, we uh, CYC Steelers. Uh-huh. We, were big, we were big time. That, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go to school growing up? Um, went to Jeffrey Elementary School, uh, first kindergarten through fifth grade, mm-hmm. and then Lance Middle School, sixth nice. through eighth, okay. and then Tremper High School. Tremper, I'm a Bradford graduate. I know, I so know you are. as soon as you say that, man, my skin <laughs> starts blood, to yeah, I'm ready sure. to turn the episode for off. Sure. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, so just tell us a little bit about some of the influential people that you had in your life growing up to keep you motivated. Um, I had a lot. Um thinking about the coaches that I've had in past sports, mm-hmm. I've never really had a bad one. Yeah. It's like like they were always there for me, pushing me. And I, I always knew I had a, a little talent, like a good head on my shoulders, and they knew that too. So they, they were on my on my butt mm-hmm. to keep me level-headed and stay in the right direction. So i very fortunate for that. But my mom and my dad, man, just, I don't know. Yeah. My heart's pounding <laughs> just talking about it. <laughs> any shout-outs to any coaches out there that you had? I got a lot. My uh, high school baseball coach, John Matera, he um, – he was very, very good, very yeah. good coach. That's what's um, up. My travel ball coach, Josh Cologne, he, he, he went the same route as me. He actually went to Heartland Community College, like, like I did, and he transferred on to Division One. Oh, so wow. I'm like, all right, maybe, like, maybe I want to follow in his footsteps, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, Josh Cologne, John Matera, my dad, my dad was my wrestling coach in high school. So no way, yeah, for real. He was the head coach. That's what's so, up. He's got two more years left. Uh, Ed Tremper with my my youngest brother. He's yeah. been he's been grinding that. So that's what's up. Like 20, 25 years yeah. as a head coach. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. So just tell us a little bit about the position you play and why you chose the position that you do play. Uh so 
Growing up, I was uh, I played shortstop, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Just like almost like a field field general, like you're not in control, but you're basically in the lead, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, being vocal, being a leader. I kind of embraced it, and I had that, played shortstop all the way up through high school, and and I pitched a little bit. Oh, nice. Yep. Right. And so when I got to college, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a two way, two way, great shortstop and pitch. No. You got to pick, pick, pick one. As soon as I showed up on campus, everyone was like, oh, you're a two-way. Like, you better figure it out. You better choose one. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I gotta, I'm going to be a, only be a pitcher. Like, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. And so um, after the first year, so I was still a two-way. And then COVID happened, oh, like, no. I was, like I was telling you. And um, I got the opportunity to play baseball that summer in Nebraska. Nice. Uh, coach called me and was like, hey, we need, a, we need an arm. We can – Play some short. You can play some shortstop. Get some at bats in too. I'm like, didn't have a spring season, so I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. Like, no one else has reached out. I was scared, nervous, but it ended up being one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah. And so I show up there. We do a little tryout stuff. Start practicing. I they only wanted me to pitch. So yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. I'm not not gonna complain. Mm-hmm. Embraced it. Got through that summer. Showed up uh, in the fall at Heartland. And I was like, I'm gonna just gonna be, I'm just gonna be a pitcher. Yeah. And I, I hated it at first. Hated it because I'm like, I don't. It's shortstop. You play every day, mm-hmm. every single day. And as a pitcher, you don't. It's play. once. Yeah. If you're if you if you're a starter, it's once a, once a week. Mm-hmm. And I had trouble falling adjusting to that because I'm like, mm, I'm not out there. Guy makes it there. Oh, I can make that play. You know. Yeah. I'm like, it's it was frustrating, but I embraced it and I really I fell in love with it. Fall in love with my body, learning new things about me, my mind, physically, mentally, and a couple years later, I mean, I've really developed into a superb pitcher, and yeah. I'm very grateful for it. Now, what would you say were some things that you told yourself or that you worked on with yourself to keep you focused? Because like, as you just said, you weren't in love with the idea mm-hmm. of being a full-time pitcher and obviously not playing every day. How did you deal with that? Um, it was hard, you know? Just... Going in the the weight room was a getaway. It's just you in there. You versus, you versus the man in the mirror. And I, I truly embraced it. Wrestling helped a lot. Oh, wow. With just, the, just the mental aspect of it. Because in wrestling, it's it's only individual. It's you out there. Mm-hmm. And in baseball, it's easy to make excuses and f- blame it on other people. But wrestling helped, helped me with that to where, hey, it's only you. If, if you get yours, we're going to get ours, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, just the good support system I have. You know, yeah. people call my mom and mom, stuff's not going well. I'm, I'm struggling, this and that. Hey, keep going. Mm-hmm. My grandpa always told me he said, "Keep moving forward," and that's always stuck with me. No matter what you're going through, you just gotta, you just gotta keep going, keep trudging. Yes, sir. Because at, at the end of the day, all you got is yourself. Yeah, you just gotta do you. Who would you say some people that you look up to that are in the pros that you maybe model your game after? Um, you know, it's that's a, that's a really really tough question because like. Coming from a two way to being a pitcher, like I could, I could pick a, a shortstop or a or a pitcher that has a, that gritty attitude. But I don't know, I don't know honestly. I I just like watching baseball. Just everyone's different. No one's the same. Yeah. Everyone has their own little journey. And I, if I if I had to say who would I who would I uh, inspire? Let's see. I like Scherzer, Max Scherzer. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Just that just that mindset. Boom, boom, boom. Keep going. Knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Knock them out the park. Yeah. What would you say that the hardest decision you've had to make in your baseball career thus far has been? 
Hmm. That's a that's a tough question. <laughs> Probably just just picking the next school and uh, going to a junior college. Going to a junior here. I'll I'll start in high school. So I didn't have many offers out of high school. A couple walk-on opportunities, and I was frustrated. Like uh, I thought I was just good, this and that. And it was a little reality check, you know. You, maybe you're not as good as you thought you were. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Harlan called, and I went to Harlan and junior college, and it was it's nothing like a junior college. It's it's literally a Division One mid-major university, and I never realized that until I showed up there. Mm -hmm. How straightforward they are with. Everything, school, sports, they're, they're professional about it. And yes. that made me grow as a person and a player. And it, that made me, um, that made my decision of committing to University of South Carolina Upstate, Division One in the, in the South, Big South Conference, a lot easier because I saw Harlan in them, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. But that, I'd say that was the probably probably the biggest decision for me, not 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 really biggest, but hardest, mm -hmm. was really you got to sit down. What do you truly want out of a school? And that's a big decision because I'm going to South Carolina. Yeah. What, 10, 12 hours away by myself. Yeah. But all the people around me, they got my, they got my back. They're going to be there for me, support me, however, in any way possible. And that makes that makes me feel full and not afraid and hesitant to go and move on to the next step in the journey. How humble would you say that this whole experience has made you from thinking, and I, please don't take it wrong, I'm just going off what no, you no, said. No, no, 100%. From going off thinking you were that great, yep. only to being, okay, well, let's start baby steps before we get to the bigger Correct. stage, you know? Very humbling. You know, growing up here, all right, you're on a high school team, you're the dude, right? You show up at, you show up at school, you're nobody. Yeah. Whatever happened in the past, you got to put that aside. Close the yearbook, they say, right? Mm -hmm. I learned that real quick. Stuff wasn't going my way at Harlan. Oh, I was a player of the year. I was I batted 300. No, it don't matter, man. Yeah. Focus on the day. Win the day. And that, that, helped, that helped me truly change my mindset. Control what you can control. And yeah. that, that helped me a lot. But it's very, very humbling, extremely. And now, like, looking back on it, you got to work your way in to be the dude. Because there's a lot of guys around you who are want the same thing as you, they're as hungry as you, do they work harder than you? Oh, maybe I got to take a step back and self-analyze, look in the mirror, find a new game plan, you know? Yes, sir. Yep. If you had one piece of advice for the up-and-coming generation, what would you say to them who may not know the exact route to go or have difficulties on the road to success? I, I would say everyone's, everyone's journey is different. Me, I'm a, I'm a late bloomer, mm -hmm. and I, I have, yes, I have talent, but I've also had to work for that, and I realized that quick. Some guys can wake up out of bed and hit three homers a day. Yeah. Like my buddy, my buddy, for example, on my team, he doesn't lift a lot, he doesn't do a lot, but man, he he can ball. Yeah. But me, I, I got to work for it. I got to lift. I got to take care of my body. I got to hydrate. I got to eat right, because I don't I, I don't know like. Some people are different, obviously, yeah. and regardless, don't keep your head in the, in the tunnel vision. Yes, tunnel yeah. vision. Yeah. Don't look in the windshield. Look through the front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Would you say you're a believer in the higher calling? Yes, so, absolutely. Oh, I just feel like he has um, this strange way about going about everything happens out, for a reason. Yes, he has a strange way about bringing us home to him as well, yep. too. You know, he he puts certain stuff ahead of us that we have to get through just to prove to him. That we're worthy, you know, sure. and to prove to ourselves 
that we're worried exactly. about. Exactly. And too. it's easy to get sidetracked yes. and get distracted. But yeah. you, everyone needs that. Everyone exactly. needs a little reality check. Like, yeah. damn, I'm not I'm not feeling me. Maybe you gotta like I said, sit down, self-analyze, control what you can control. Cause at the end of the day, like, you gotta do you. Yes, no matter sir. no matter what happens, you gotta do you. Yeah. Even if you gotta hurt people's feelings. Yeah. And some and people it don't get like that. It sounds like you're doing that. Yeah. It sounds like you're doing mm-hmm. that, especially with where you're going now and where you where you started at. What would you say your most exciting baseball moment has been so far? Uh, I don't know. I would uh, I don't know. I would say like a you know like a championship or a winning this game or that game, but just the pleasure of playing baseball now with everything that's going on. Yeah, just extremely grateful that I, I'm in the opportunity that I'm in, and to go on to the next step. Like it's always been a dream of mine to play Division One baseball, and next year I'm going to do that, and I'm going to embrace every day. At Heartland that I can because it's not going to be there ever again, you know? Let's go. Do you over here pumping me up? <laughs> That's too funny. What would, um, excuse me, I'm, I'm all, I'm all bottled up now. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit of time, tell us a little bit about the time that you spent in Heartland, just some things that you've learned there, some things that you have been exposed to that you will keep with you going forward as well too? Um, I'd say it's the, the family culture. We, it's a home away from home. And showing up as a freshman, man, I struggled. I got to do my own laundry. I got to eat by myself. <laughs> I got to do school. I got to do baseball. All this stuff bottling up, overwhelming. I called my mom a few times, let, let a few tears out. Mom, I don't know if I can do this. I'm like, this is what you dreamed of. Yeah. You know, this, this is what you want. And that, like, that, that helped me like, sit back, take a deep breath, and realize like, people don't got it like I do. Keep going, keep going. And... Heartland has made me grow up and a lot wiser. Like th- these are my brothers. Away, mm-hmm. like, it was my home away from home. And no matter how alone you feel, you're not. Yeah, if that makes sense. Definitely. And yeah, just truly, truly grateful. Like it's a junior college. Can you, you think about that? It's a junior college, and it's made that much of an impact on me. Yeah, because it's still everyday life. Exactly. It's still real yep. life as well, too. And you don't know what can happen. Anything exactly. can change. Nothing is concrete. Exactly. Yep. I'm, I'm thankful that you're getting those life experiences as well, too. Me, too. How, how ready for the world would you say those life experiences have made you so far? Very. Being away from home, being away from mom and dad, having to be an adult on your own, you know? Yep. Like, how, how much has that helped you grow up? A lot. And I'm appreciative of that because uh, I'm less reactive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Something's going on on the side. I'm not going to get in and stick my head in them. Do me, you know? Tunnel vision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Seriously. What would you say your ultimate goal is when it just comes to baseball? Obviously, you said D1, but is pros something you want to do? Coaching? What is it that you say your ultimate goal is? Definitely want to get drafted and make it to the to pro to the pros to the Cubs, right? Yeah, <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> any thirty-two of the teams, I'll be grateful. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, so I have to throw that for sure, team. for sure. All right. So, what would you say is the next move for you? Because we noticed that we're gonna be going D one yep. in a couple of months. What's that like for you? Um, I'm nervous. But oh hey, no, no, it's good. Good nerves. Mm-hmm. I earned it. It's like. All right, let's show up and use the nerves to my advantage, you know, not not let it, oh, I'm nervous, I'm not going to be me, I'm not going to be me. No, use that to your advantage, the good nerves, happy nerves. Mm-hmm. They're created for a reason. If you weren't nervous, you ain't, you ain't a normal athlete, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and where will this D1 school be at for those listeners who may have not Spartanburg, heard? Spartanburg, South Carolina. So Spartan. it's called uh, University of South Carolina Upstate, mm-hmm. uh, a little Division One down there, uh, Big South Conference. 
in South Carolina, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah. And they've really picked up their stuff. So take us a little bit through what that was like. How was the phone call and how how was it reaching out to them? Just tell us a little bit about that story. So we we had a little. So in junior college, the fall is big time for recruiting. Mm-hmm. Big time. You go to a couple of tournaments, 30, 40 schools behind you. Yeah, watching. While I'm pitching, I'm like, that's when that's when the nerves come in. You're like, yeah. Hey, you got nothing else to do but be you and show what you can do, and mm-hmm. that that helped me a lot. But it was fun. The process was fun. Like, oh damn, this school's reaching out to me. All right, let's sit back, relax, you know. But you can't get over. I'm good, but I'm not. You know, you get level headed. Yeah. And they they reached out to me, and at first I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to go there. You know, South Carolina, I'm staying up. But I'm thinking to myself. South Carolina, nice yeah. weather, <laughs> ladies, you know. Oh, my God. Nah, stop. <laughs> but it was good. Um, and just seeing all the schools that reached out and how interested they are in me and they appreciate me and the work that I've put in, it made me feel good. And I went to visit at uh, South Carolina Upstate, mm-hmm. and I t- me and my mom went, and I told her, I was like, I'm going in with no expectations because it's my first visit. No expectations, nothing. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to already have a – Plan set in stone, this and that, and I have boxes to check, right? So I show up there, get on campus, great visit. The field is absolutely beautiful. Watch a little scrimmage. The guys can ball. They're they're all hungry. The coaching staff is just superb, straightforward. I love that straightforward stuff. Yeah. No BS. I love yeah. that. And walk around campus. It reminded, like I said, it reminded me like Harlan, and that's what I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of a, a team that's hungry. They all know what they want. And they want to move on, and as well as the coaches, they want to get better because if if the players and the team succeeds, that makes them look good. Oh, uh, opportunity uh, opens up in the MLB. They give them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it all comes around. But yeah, uh, as soon as me and my mom left, I'm like, I was going against it. I was like, contradicting myself. Oh, do I want to go here? This and that. And I asked my coach. I'm like, do I wait a little longer, see if any other schools come calling? And he goes, did that school check all your boxes? I go, yes. Coaching staff was great. All the players around the – it was a family vibe like Harlan. They're hungry. They know what they want. They want to win. I, I love winning. I'm yeah. very competitive. <laughs> um, the school, I mean, they have what I want to do. I want to go into uh, physical therapy, nice. physical therapist. I'm nice. very intrigued in the body, so that's very neat to me. And like I said, they checked all the boxes, and I'm like, if they check all my boxes, why wouldn't I go here? Yeah. And they gave me a fortunate enough little offer, and I, c- I could not turn that down, especially with all the stuff going on today. You never know if you're not going to get any money. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm all in. Yeah. And I'm very excited to be a part of what they're building over there and – as soon as I step on campus, it's go time, and I'm, I'm more than excited. Yeah, just tell us a little bit about what they will be getting day one from Mr. Reese touching down. Um, the, they'll be getting a very intense and caring player and person. I got, I love winning. I love if the guys next to me are succeeding, I'm gonna get better. If they're helping me, I'm helping them. It's a collaborative effort. We're gonna keep growing and growing and growing, and I just. I'm excited to finally like get out there, like in a big like bigger program and all all the stuff starting to fall together. All the pieces are coming together. Everything and, that you've worked hard yes, for, ideally. Yes. And I I never like realized that like you don't know what you got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. And I I want to be as present as possible because 
I'm never going to get this opportunity again, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, as we get ready to close out, just a recap of your story on how hard you worked and to where you're going now, what would you say the one word that would sum up what you've experienced would be? One word that would sum up? <laughs> say that again. Hold on. <laughs> you you want to say that again? Yeah, I, I definitely got you. Now, as we get ready to close out, what would you say would be the one word that would sum up everything that you've been through, everything that you've put in to where you're headed now? I'd definitely say like perseverance or like determination. Just the bail, no matter what happens, like on the outside, you just you just gotta keep going and don't let don't let the little things distract you. Because up here, they may be bigger than it seems, but in the grand scheme of things, it means absolutely nothing. And yeah. great grateful for the life. You only live it once, so why trip, trip over the little things, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is there any piece of advice that you could give to someone like me? Because I told a couple other baseball players as well, too. I just feel like our journey is so synonymous, you mm -hmm. know? Whether we start off in minor leagues, D1, D2, D3, we're trying to get to the next goal, you know what I'm saying? Correct. And my next goal is getting that deal from, let's say, Spotify yep. or, or Apple Podcasts or anything like that. I feel like I'm in D2 right now, just putting in... All of that groundwork, making sure my equipment is great, making sure my conversations are great, making sure I keep having guests come through so I can get different testing and just learn different people, you know, and learn how to interact with different people from different walks of life. Yep. Would there be anything that you think you can give me to keep me on that straight and narrow like you? Just, I'd say just don't get distracted. Like Joe Rogan, oh, great podcast, this and that. <laughs> But he's got, he's different. He's yeah. got his own little journey. Mm -hmm. And you're starting from somewhere and maybe a little late. Like, mm -hmm. I could use this for example. Gavin Lux, boom, drafted out of high school, got it good. Me, I, my dream is to be in the MLB, but my journey is different. I gotta go JUCO. Now I'm going to Division One. You just gotta keep, just keep leveling up. Yes, sir. No matter what goes on, just keep leveling up. And no matter what anyone says either. Anything? Have you ever faced like any naysayers or anything like oh, that? Absolutely. No way. Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot of. I wouldn't say they're negative because of jealousy, but they're saying it because. Maybe they are a little jealous. Oh, he's got a little better than me. This, that, blah, blah, blah. But you just got to keep going, man. Like that negative energy. Use that as positive, positive fuel to keep you going. Mm -hmm. If that if that makes sense. Marcus Stroman, he's always on social media. Negative this, negative that. No, not not him. People people talking to him in the negative way. Like, mm -hmm. oh, he wears a do rag. <laughs> no, let him be himself, man. Yeah. He earned this. Let mm -hmm. him be himself. He's in a position that you're not, so why would why would you go on and say negative things that don't mean a dang thing? Exactly. And just trying to put people down. Nah. Nah. Not positive. Right. Yeah, man. So positive. Stay positive. Yep. With that being said, bro, we just wrapped up a great episode of Lifeline. I appreciate you for sliding I appreciate through. you for having me on, man. So you calling or you listening, tune in every week. Lifeline. Oh yeah, I'm going lifeline.